Adonai, we worship you. Son of God, you are so good. Almighty God, hallowed be thy name. Your dominion is forevermore. Shall we take our Bibles as we read from John the 16th chapter? John chapter 16, verses. 33 in the New King James Version. I read, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. The title of my message today, as it has been put in the flag, is Be of Good Cheer. Be of Good Cheer. Shall we all bow as we all pray together? Our Heavenly Father, the ancient of days in days, on this your special day, we all bow before you right now as we approach the throne of grace today. Come through your Holy Spirit and minister to all of us. Kindly lay your hands on those I know to be sick. Comfort those who just lost their loved ones. Reveal to us in this message of this hour ways to meet disappointments, frustration, or position without irritation. May everyone hear your voice today through this message. May we be blessed, Father. I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen and amen. These things, Jesus said, I have spoken to you that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation. But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Be of good cheer. What a joy and honor to be called out of my corner at Adelike University to preach the gospel of our Lord to my NACA members and my family over there in Atlanta and all over the world. I, I want to thank the church pastor 
my own brother and friend, Pastor Boachi Dankwa, for extending this call to me. Like he rightly said, we've been together. We've gone through thick and thin. Can you imagine somebody who have no helper? We will leave our wife, we will leave our children, we will go to work for almost two weeks, not seeing them. Then we come back. And what do they give us, brother? Just trickle, trickle dollar. But we never look back because we know who have called us. So, and the Lord Almighty continue to bless your ministry, Pastor Dankwa. The year 2020 will forever go into history as the year of COVID-19 pandemic. It will be a year like no other year. The whole world was on lockdown for a period of not less than three months. Some are still battling with it right now. They do not have the answer. Today they talk of developing one medicine here. Another one will say, oh no, mine is the best. It has taken from man, this COVID-19 has taken from man, socialized. No more close contact with relatives. No more shaking of hands. It is putting in check our traveling even for Thanksgiving right there in the United States. No more hugging of family members. We wear masks <laughs> night and day. This is my own. Everywhere I go, I go put it up. COVID-19 has caused separation among human beings and family. Some lost jobs. Some lost source of livelihood. This COVID-19 entered every great places of the world. Buckingham Palace in England was not spared. White House in the United States of America was inflicted. Great men and women of the world are affected. Many couldn't make it back to life after they've gone to hospital. A few days ago, one of my best leaders that I love in Africa, in West Africa, former president of Ghana, J.J. Rawlings, contacted it at his mother's funeral service and died a few days later. What a sorry case. As if that was not enough, there were terrible fire in Australia and United States of America. Many places were burned. They never experienced that before. Many lost all their homes and possessions overnight. There were floors in many places, including here in Nigeria, earthquakes and hurricanes. Although are taking their toys. Many people have gone back to their Bible to learn about the end of time prophecy. The greatest question on their lips are, are we there now? Has the end come? 
Of course not. But we may be closer than we think. Christ has already seen this period before today. And so whether you have lost a job, a friend, a loved one, or, or your health during this year, my simple message today is in the word of Christ. As his followers, he said, be of good cheer. I have conquered the world. Lord Jesus, how can we share up when the world in which we live is full of riot and demonstrations, threats of war, rebellion against authority? Our world is full of deceit, bribery, and corruption. What we thought we have forgotten is now raising his ugly head in the world, racism. Lord, how can we share up when young people demonstrated against police brutality in my country were massacred and government are denying the facts? Newspaper, television screens, and radios portray daily the unfolding crisis of our times. Over and over, we ask ourselves, why, Lord? Why? But why? It is the assumption of some educators that the cause of our attention lies in the lack of knowledge that if we can only educate every man, peace will come to our world. They say that if man knows better, he will do better. We have forgotten that highly educated people have inward drives, greed, compulsion, passion, and a lust of power that are not eliminated by education. Beloved, education cannot solve the world's problem. Despite our going into the moon, creating networks that are fast like air, the evil of our time continue to multiply daily. One thing I want to leave with you this morning, Right here in Abuja is evening. One thing I want to leave with you, the Spirit of God is moving on our land. The Spirit of God is moving in the world. God will make a demarcation between his own children and those who do not believe in him. He did it at Goshi. He will do it again. Jesus said in the text of today, these things I have spoken to you, that they will come, but in me, you will have peace. That peace will be when you unite yourself with the author of peace. There is no peace anywhere except in the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the author of peace. He is the prince of peace. Let us go to him, the only source of peace that our soul desire. No matter what the world may put before me, I will hold on to the author of peace, Jesus Christ. No matter the trial that the devil may throw on our way, let us hold up to Jesus Christ. Sometimes in our service to God and man, some calamities may befall us. 
And we may wonder why. Will you be discouraged? Will that situation stop you to worship your God? This question brought to my mind the story of one man in the Old Testament, which will bring my message home to you today. His name was Job. He was the son, he was the third son of Issachar. Genesis chapter 46, verse 13 revealed this. He was a descendant of Ara, son of Shem, dwelling in Hus, and possibly contemporary with Abraham. You can read more about this man in Ezekiel chapter 14, verse 14, or James chapter 5, verse 10 through 11. But when we read his book in the Old Testament, Job's record has no second. Was a saint before God and man as to his character. In Job chapter 1, verse 1, and that man was blameless, upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. I want to say it again. He, that man, was blameless and upright, and one who feared God and shunned evil. Mind you, in his own world, what was going on now was going out there. But he was upright, faultless. Oh. In Job chapter 1, verse 2, verse 18 and 19, let me summarize it. We read that he has seven sons and three daughters. I think if I still remember, Brother Boitra, I still know my mathematics. That will be 10 children. 7 plus 3, making 10. I hope somebody will clap for my mind. I love that. After his possessions, the Bible revealed to us he was a wealthy land owner. Having 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yoke of oxen, 500 female donkey, and a very large household. He was the greatest of all men in the East, the Bible said. Job chapter 1, verse 3, and verse 13 through 19. As to his prayer life, because I gave a study to this man. What made him to be upright? After his prayer life, Job knew how to seize God through daily prayers. Now, some of us who are followers of Christ, we don't pray. Somebody asked me, Uncle Joe, why are you still like this? And I told them, after my, before I go for my exercise in the morning, you need to come to Adeneke University and see the serenity, the beauty. I tell you that content. God bless you, brother, the Jadeleke. When you come there, you can meet your God. No noise. You are taken out of all the 
Lebanon that is going on in the whole world. So, from four to five, on my knees, I talk to my God. I have communion with Him. There are so many Christians, unless they are in trouble, they do not know how to pray to God. I will still talk about that. Oh, yes. Job. Even classified prayers. There is one prayer he called restraint prayer in Job 15, verse 4. He called another one pure prayer. Pure prayer. Job 16, verse 17. He called yet another one empty prayer. Empty prayer. Job 22, verse 27. Uh, there was another one he called profitable prayer. And that is found in Job 33, verse 26. There was a restoration prayer. Job 42, verse 8. Also interceding prayer. Job 42, verse 10. That is when Job will daily sacrifice and pray and intercede for his children. See what serving is God faithfully here on earth. He did not know that there was a controversy going on between God and the devil over him in heaven. The devil attended a meeting he was not invited. And he was questioned by God Almighty in Job chapter 1 verse 7. And the Lord said to Satan, from where do you come? Do you think that God didn't know that the devil was from this earth? But he questioned him. Where are you from? So Satan answered the Lord and said, From going to and fro on the earth. I hope you are following me, people. The devil is here in our planet, going to and fro, and from walking back and forth in it, he told God. And I am here to represent that world in this meeting. God then said to him, you cannot be the ambassador of that world. If at all, we need somebody from earth in this meeting. Job is equal to the task. Beloved, that is the first challenge I'm giving you today. Can God depend on you in the corner where you are and say, look, Mr. So and so. You are my ambassador. You are my representative. Where you are, you can lead. You can be my mouthpiece. My fellow brethren, can God witness about you this way? With all your power, with all what you are passing through presently in the world? In Job chapter 1, verse 9 to 10, Satan answered God. You know he will talk. <laughs> Does God fear God for nothing? Have you not made an edge around him and around his household and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hand. 
and his possession has increased in the land. It isn't the devil that gives possession. It isn't God that blesses people. It is God. The greatest joy I hear this morning in this text is that if you serve God faithfully and trust him without wavering, he, he will make an edge around you and your household. There's one song we love to sing. He said, Lord, in the morning thou shalt hear. My father used to sing that until he died. I like the I love the last one. Don't you fear God? God will make an edge around them and their household. He will protect you on every side. Here is the line of demarcation between God and the devil. Here is the demarcation between good and evil. Here is the secret of those who trust the Lord. The devil does not protect, but my God can. The devil does not bless, but my God can. The devil has no respect for life and properties, but my God can. The devil loves to kill, but my God loves to resurrect. Just listen, just listen to the work of the devil. When he was permitted to try the man of God, no matter how you know how to walk, your head will shake. Oh, yes. Sometimes when something little happens to us, instead of putting the blame where you belong, we put it on God. You are cutting something, madam. Titilayo. You are cutting something. Pa, 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 pa. And then the knife cut. You say, oh God, oh God. God did not cut your finger. Yes. No, my God doesn't do that. Mm-hmm. Just listen to the work of the devil. The first thing he did, he sent enemies like Sabians to steal Job's cattle in one day and kill all the servants, left only one to go and tell the story. Just one day, all the children, the ten of them died. One servant escaped to tell the story. Just the same day, everything was gone. Job lost his wife, all gone in just one day. In Job 1.20, then Job arose, tore his robe, shaved his head, and he fell to the ground and worshipped God. Hope somebody is hearing me. And he said in verse 21, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return there. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Beloved, finally, of all the trials, Job lost his heart. Nor this, the Bible said, Job did not sin, nor charge God with wrong. Little headache, more than necessary. You may say, Lord, what have I done wrong? Little pain in the leg. Lord, what have I done wrong? Maybe our heartbeat is faster than necessary. Lord, what have I done? 
when balls came all over him and the pain was great his whole body was full of sore his wife said in job chapter 2 verse 9 to 10 do you still hold fast to your integrity Cut god and die i have an uncle not far from my house in Otuikiti. His wife was telling him, all your mates are dead. It's about time for you to die. The old man said, I cannot kill myself when death has not come. Do you know what? His wife fell down and broke her skull. She died before that man. The man lived up to six years before he died. Ah. When you hear this type of word from the mouth of the one you love, terrible. He said, cause God, deny God, and die. But Job said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speaks. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? In all this, Job did not sing with his lips. If you can control your lip in time of trial like where we are now, blessed are you. Most of the time we are forgetting the promises of God when we are in trouble. Someone said, God has not promised sky, always blue. But he has not promised sun without rain, uh, joy without sorrow, peace without pain. God has not promised we shall not know toil or temptation, trouble or woe. He, he, he has not said we shall not bear many burdens. Even in the text of today, he said you will meet with tribulation. But, listen, friend. But, God has promised strength for the day, rest for the laborer, light for our darkness, grace for our trial, help from above, unfailing sympathy, and undying everlasting love. Job received his own trial. He held on to God. He, he made a decision to look up to the face of God of the universe. He made his trial to increase his faith in the Lord. No wonder he triumphed at last. Abraham had his own trial. He held on to God. He was called the father of the faith. Enoch held on to God. He was translated and did not taste death. Noah had his own trial, but he obeyed God and saved his household from the flood. Joshua stood firm in the faith. He conquered Jericho and led the Israelites to the promised land. On his bed, as he was departing this world, his last message to his people was, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. David, when facing Goliath, the giant Goliath, he said, this battle is for the Lord. Nobody knew before that day that David had been anointed. Nobody knew. So when he came to the battle from that day, he came with the anointing of God. Oh, my friend. He came with the double power, 
That was why his brother was saying, you have come again, boy. You have come again. You have come again. He said, this battle is not my own battle. He gave the battle of that day to the Lord. And the Lord won battle for him with just with one stone. Just with one stone. Jesus is telling you this morning, wherever you are, no matter what you may be facing right now in your private life, be of good cheer, he said. Trust me, and I will win the battle for you. Oh, I charge you today, never give up. You are facing challenges on your children. Christ said, trust me, I will conquer this battle for you. You are, you are not able to balance your account. Your creditors are calling. Jesus said, trust me. I who made the mouth of a fig to be the ATM and to pay the tax for Peter, I am still alive. I will surely come to your aid. Or maybe you are sick. You are on the sick bed now. And somebody is telling you you can't make it. But the Lord says, I'm the greatest physician. I'm the healer of soul and body. Oh, you are jobless right now. I know where to turn to. He said, I will provide one. Why can't I have a stable home? Why is life not blow, blowing better wind to my side? The Lord is telling you this moment, be patient. Watch what I will do. I will surprise you. Never give up. There's always darkness before it's dawn. Be of good cheer. Never, I say never, never give up. Why can't I get admission into higher students like my friends? Just wait and see what Jesus will do for you. Oh, a friend just took advantage of me in business. Lord, what shall I do? Be of good cheer. He said, I will make it up for you. There are some days when all hope seems gone. I charge you this morning. Never give up, my friend. Just keep holding on. Our God will come to your aid. Moses told the Israelites before the rest of Exodus chapter 14 is one of my favorite texts. Exodus 14, 13 through 14. He said, do not be afraid. Even though the soldiers of Pharaoh were coming and advancing, he said, do not be Afraid, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which He will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians, whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. He didn't know what God will do. He emphasized his face and he said, The Lord will fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. You shall hold your peace. The Lord will fight for you. That same God is the God I'm presenting to you this moment. Hold your peace. God knew there was going to be a red sea on that way, but he directed them to go through that way. He knew what he would do. At the right time, he did just that. He surprised the whole world. The remaining six weeks of this year, my God will remove your mountain of affliction. He will settle your matter once and for all. 
Before I leave, let me give you two or three points. Number one, be prayerful. Be prayerful. In Luke 18, verse 1, Jesus said that men ought to pray and not lose heart. Yes, the pandemic is here and there. Don't lose heart. Live your life in spirit of prayer. Jesus said in John 14, verse 13 and 14, and whatever you ask in my name, that is in prayer, I will do it, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Don't forget, Christ is promising you this. What do you need from the Lord? Ask in the name of Jesus in prayer. I will do it. One thing about Jesus is that it doesn't fail. It doesn't disappoint. It's not like men. His promises are sure and firm. Number two, be patient. Be patient. Luke 21, 19. You know, when I was to marry, every lady I approached wouldn't marry me. Say I was too troublesome, boy. <laughs> oh, I tried. Everyone would turn me down. Be patient. In Luke 21, verse 19. By your patience produces your soul. By your patience possesses your soul. Waiting can be difficult, friend. To wait for 15 years without a child is difficult for men. To wait for 10 years before you get your promotion is difficult. To wait 12 years as a minister before you are ordained is difficult. Selfish motives encourage impatience and that can lead to defeat. I want to say it again. Selfish motives encourage impatience and that can lead to defeat. I have learned to be patient in my life. One NUC man came to Adelaide University to attend our graduation three years ago. And I was the one carrying him from the hotel to the school. And when that young man was about to leave, he said, Pastor Allah, I said, yes. What do you want me to take home from you? And I told him, Go with contentment. Contentment. Thank God. One man wore a rag. And he said, I am wearing a rag. Lord, what have I done wrong? He closes his eye. Lord, I need clothes. By the time he opened his eye, he saw somebody walking naked. And the man walking naked said, Lord, I look at this man wearing a rag. And he's still not happy. What, what about me? I want that man that was naked. Open his eye, he saw a dead man. Beloved, be patient. 
have contentment. Moses was patient for 40 days on the mountain top. And when he returned back, mother, all the Israelites could not look at his face. But the glory of God was shining through that face. He was ordinary man like us. He waited, and at the end, he was given the Ten Commandments of the Lord. Number three, I will leave with you today. Be productive. Be productive. One of the greatest joy I have at Adelike University is seeing young people coming to me to say, Pastor, I want to be baptized. Pastor, I, I just want to be like you, but my parents will not allow me to be a pastor. Impact life. John 15, verse 5 said, I am divine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bear much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Don't live a defeated life, brother. When you share your faith, your loneliness will disappear. When you share your faith, you will get the peace of your heart desire. When you share your faith, you get the blessing you desire. When you share your faith, a crown of righteousness is awaiting for you. A crown of glory in the glorious kingdom of God. When I was crying last week because of one of my friends who died, someone just put his arms around me. And I don't think I have seen that face before. He said, Pastor, take heart. It was at your public crusade in Ikeja that I gave my life to the Lord. I was then in police. I'm now in business. You told us in that crusade how we should not sorrow like unbelievers. Here is my convert preaching to me. Immediately, my soul was lifted and I thanked the Lord. Surely, those who have known the Lord through our athlete ministry will one day meet us on the street of gold and then both of us will march to heaven. Yes, share your faith. In conclusion today, though in our war, there are trials, tribulations, pandemic. Our message today is be of good cheer. Never, never give up. Sometimes you wonder why your temptation are so many and others around you without one. Be of good cheer, Jesus said. I have overcome the world. Trust me. That's what he said. He that walk upon the sea will come to your aid. He who used the launch of a little boy to feed 5,000 men will come and meet your need. He was late to Bethany for four days and even wept when he got there. Yet, he did what he wanted to do. That same Jesus is telling you today, I will come back again and I will wake our loved one who slept due to COVID-19. He that opened the eyes of the blind right here is telling you this moment, I will return and put an end to the trials of your life. I am that I am. 
the Alpha and Omega, will soon return to take us home. It won't be long. Be of good cheer. As he came to the age of others, he will come to your age. He will not forsake you if you just trust him totally today. This Son of God will edify you. This Lamb of God will identify you. Oh, he will justify you. He will modify you. He will beautify you. He will sanctify you. He will purify you. He will glorify you. He will magnify you. He will dignify you. And he will fortify you. Until we see him face to face in glory. Be of good share. Be prayerful. Be patient. Be productive. Hold on. Hold on, my friends. And never give up. He is God. Amen. Heavenly Father, we are grateful today because you have given us the assurance that in you we have the peace that our soul desires. Now, Lord, your children have had you. Give that peace to them. Amen. They are going in and coming out. Go before them. Amen. In good shape. When others had no water to drink, all water turned red. The water in Goshen was clear and crystal. When this pandemic is going around, Father, make a line of demarcation for your people. Amen. Father, don't let me bury any of them. Grant them peace of mind. Prove in their life that you are a living God. Let them remember that they have heard from your servant today that you have the peace because you are the author of peace. Give them that peace at home. Give it to them at work. Give it to them when they go out and when they come in. Let your joy fill their lives. May they never beg for bread. Meet them at the point of their day. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for being there for them. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. May the Lord keep you and watch over you. May make his face to shine upon you. Give you peace in your heart, in your home, in your working place, wherever you go, now and forevermore. Amen and amen. What a mighty God we serve, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, hallelujah. Heaven and earth adore, even angels bow before him. What a mighty God we serve, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, hallelujah. Heaven and earth adore, even angels bow before him. What a mighty God we serve. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. He's always just the same. So praise his holy name. That is the reason why I love him so. 
Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Hallelujah. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. He's always just the same. So praise his holy name. That is the reason why I love him so. Jesus is the sweetest name I know. Lift him up higher. Lift him up. Brothers, lift him up. Sisters, lift him up. Lord is good, I will lift him up higher. Everywhere I go, I will lift him up higher. Lift him up, brothers, lift him up. Sisters, lift him up. The Lord is good, I will lift him up higher. Everywhere I go, I will lift him up. Angels are singing, you are worthy, oh Lord. They are singing, you are worthy, oh you are worthy, oh Lord, they are singing. You are worthy, oh, you are worthy, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, angels are dancing. You are worthy, oh Lord, they are dancing. You are worthy, oh, angels are dancing. You are worthy, oh Lord, they are dancing. You are worthy, oh, you are worthy, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy. Lord, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, you are worthy, you are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. You are worthy, Lord. We are grateful, oh Lord. We are grateful, Lord. We are grateful, oh Lord, for all you have done for us. Hallelujah. We are grateful. 